Good morning. We welcome you to this our 11 o'clock worship experience. We thank those who are joining us by way of live streaming. We invite you to advise your relatives and friends that they can join us as well. But we who are here, let's praise the Lord because this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it because the Lord, he is good and he is worthy to be praised. I ask now that you will stand. Join me in prayer. Almighty God, source of all strength, understanding, and love, Lord, we ask that you will forgive our sins that keep us from you. Lord God, illumine our minds by the light of your truth. We need you to inspire our hearts by the presence of your spirit. Teach our unruly wills to act under the guidance of your love that we may worthily worship you, sincerely serve you, and that we would do it all the days of our lives. Father God, we ask that you would do these things in the name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. We ask that you join our praise team now as we worship together. Simple song says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Anybody feel like praising him this morning? Anybody feel like praising him? Oh, we're going to give him glory this morning because he's worthy. Here we go. Come on. Oh, give thanks.
up one more time. Oh, give thanks. Amen. We will now be further led in the service by our deacons. Got a good one this morning. They're all good. And I'm going to take a little liberty. Uh, our feature scripture is 1 Peter, the 4th chapter and the 10th verse. 1 Peter, the 4th chapter and the 10th verse. But I like what it said right before that, too. And it says in verse 9, Use hospitality one to the other without grudging. And then the feature scripture. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. To whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, K Chapel. In the song they just finished, it says, For he is good. Yes, he is good. Our Father, Father of all, we come this morning to give you thanks for all that you have done for us. Father, we come to praise your name. We come to thank you for what you have done and to thank you for, for what we know you will do, are going to do. Father God, we ask your blessings this morning upon the sick that's among us, the bereaved, for those that are in nursing homes, for those that are in jail houses locked up. We thank you for all. And we ask, Father God, that you just go into those places and touch those lives. Yes, God. Father God, we thank you this morning for the preached word. We thank you for all that are here this morning. We thank you for the fact that, they, that we all came out looking for something. And that something is the word of God. Mm. Father God, we ask that you continue to bless us that you continue to keep us for us in your holy name. We do pray 
Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Amen. Ushers, if you allow the worshipers to come in, we're going to go into this deeper worship right now. Amen. I believe the song says we're grateful. We're grateful for the things that he has done. Amen. It's at this time that we worship him in spirit and in truth. We don't want to tell you how to worship the Lord. If you want to stand, you can stand. If you need to be seated, feel free to be seated. But whatever you do, make sure that your mind and your heart is centered on our God. Amen. The song simply says, I'm grateful for the things he has done. Praise team, won't you lead us further? Anybody grateful this morning? Anybody grateful? Anybody grateful for the food he gave you? Anybody grateful for the clothes on your back? Anybody grateful for your health and strength? For your right mind? For your children? <laughs> for that job he gave you? <laughs> you ought to worship him, the giver of perfect gifts. Come on, let's sing. I'm grateful. My part right here, flowing from my heart. Yes, Lord. Come on, what are we talking about, y'all? Yes. yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, give it to him this morning.
Good morning, church. With the portion of our service, we have our responsive reading. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Congregation. You should treat the stranger who shall join you, who should join with you, as the native among you, and you shall love him as yourself. For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. All and do not negate showing hospitality to strangers, that therefore sign angels unaware. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. We, we, we're going to do an audible. Amen. All right. God bless you, Brother Thickpin. Why don't you come and lead us in, a, in our congregational hymn. Listen, as that, as that responsive reading just said, we ought to make sure that we treat strangers as friends. Show hospitality to those, watch this, who may not be native. I wish y'all would talk to me in this house. I think more than ever, we need to be reminded that we need each other. While there's a lot of debate about otherism and seeing people by different shades of skin and all of that, let's be clear, we need each other. Amen. Can I get two or three witnesses in here? Amen. Amen. We need each other. And, and we stand to affirm this morning that in this, in this country, in this nation, in this state, we don't need to be sending folk. I wish y'all would talk to me in here. Sending folk back and putting folk out, acting like it all belongs to us. Because if truth be told, none of it is ours. I need you. You need me. We're all a part of God's body.
you, you pray for me. I love you, I need you to survive. I walk on you with words from my mouth. I love you, I need you to survive. Services will start at 7.15 p.m. Our revival theme is God Restores, and the speakers for this week will be Reverend Cedric Crump, Reverend Cordell Fields, and Dr. Robert McCallum. We look forward to having all of you worship with us this week during our annual fall revival. Seacourt is once again recruiting tutors for Walton Elementary. We need your help. The hours are flexible, and you can complete the volunteer information today in the Old Fellowship Hall. We are looking for two assistant Girl Scout leaders. If you can spare 6 to 10 hours a month and you love working with children, please contact Sister Donna Sims at 601-966-0198 or Sister Verdi Martin at 601-750-4560. Here is this week's health tip from your health ministry with a focus on medications. Everyone should know their medication, keep a current list written with you, write down why you take the medication, how much you take, and how often you take it. Here's to healthy living one day at a time. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events and to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family. Just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app, but be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Amen, amen. Let the church say amen. amen. Simply want to give emphasis to our revival that starts this week, this Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. As has been announced, we ask that you come out and join us each night at 7 p.m. Uh, each night we will begin promptly, and you know it's our tradition. We don't tarry long. Amen. Amen. So you want to be here because I promise you, we, amen. 
<laughs> Amen. God bless you. Listen, uh, we do have wonderful, dynamic speakers with us on this this year uh, that we're delighted to have, uh, two of whom are, are sort of new to the area. Uh, Reverend Cedric Crump uh, is the new pastor of the New McRaven Hill Baptist Church. Uh, uh, he's been there for just about a year now. Uh, also, Reverend Cordell Fields is the new pastor at the Pine Grove Missionary Baptist Church. He as well has been there just about a year as well. And then we're closing out with Dr. Robert McCallum, uh, the pastor of the Priestly Chapel Missionary Baptist Church in Canton, Mississippi. So we're looking forward to a great time in the Lord. Start praying now. Invite your friends and join us here 7.15 p.m. nightly. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Keep Mother uh, right in your prayers. I, I believe she had a little issue on, on this past weekend, but everything is good and okay. So we thank God for that. Amen. Amen. All hearts and minds are clear. We're going to prepare now for our benevolent offering. We want to remind you that through the benevolent offering, we are able to assist those who are in need in our church as well as in our community. And when uh, you give, we are a blessing to others. The benevolent offering assists those who are in need of, of groceries or power bills being paid or, or, or clothes being purchased or backpacks or school supplies. All those things happen through your liberal giving in the benevolent offering. And so we ask you to give as God has so prospered you. The ushers are coming now for this, our benevolent offering.
two ordinances of the church in baptism. The meaning of baptism comes from Matthews 28, 18, and 20. And Jesus, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in the heaven and earth. Go ye therefore to teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Then it's come from Romans. Continue Romans 6, 3, and 11. Know ye not that so many of us as been baptized in Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also shall walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that the old man is crucified with him, that the body of the sin may be destroyed, that henceforth, we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now if we are, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourself to be dead in deeds unto sin, but alive unto God through Christ Jesus our Lord. May the blessing be read and be um, a, a blessing to your heart and mind. We do have one that's ready for the baptism, so just pray for them as they prepare.
obedience to the great head of the church, I baptize you now, my sister, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Come on and take me to rejoice church you ought to rejoice church the heavens are telling all of that is baptism but we are not to stop here we are to continue to pray one for the other one let us pray our father which art in heaven we come to you today thanking you for blessing us for watching over us and then the Lord add one more to the roll. yes Lord. so Lord we thank you for this day for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you're going to do. Amen. 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 Can somebody rejoice for the one? Amen. We thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. Amen. God is a mighty good God. Listen, we want to welcome all of our visitors. If this is your first time worshiping with us here at K Chapel, if you will stand up and let us welcome you in worship and, and thank you for coming to worship with us. Amen. God bless you. More, God bless you. Amen. Amen. Listen, on behalf of the entire K Chapel Church family, we're excited and delighted that you are sharing this Lord's Day with us. If you are by, by chance looking for a church home, we want to convince you that you've just found home. If you already have a church home, whenever your schedule is allowed, feel free to come back and worship with us right here at K Chapel. Before you sit down, we're going to give you something you can only get right here at K Chapel. This is our fellowship period.
power of Jesus' name. All hail. Chapel. As you know, there are always those in need of our prayers and in need of our phone calls. And this morning, I'm going to give you a list of people that are asking for prayer. Amen. Sister Moselle Warner lost her niece, Ravis Johnson, and those ar arrangements are incomplete, and we will make those available to you as soon as they're made available to us. Brother Richard Anthony lost his sister, Maddie B. Jacobs. The funeral was held on yesterday at Greater Bethlehem Temple here in Jackson. Sister Lily Naylor lost her brother, Mr. James Thomas Portis. The funeral service will be held on Tuesday, August 13th at 11 o'clock a.m at the Pleasant Hill Missionary Baptist Church in Alabama. Sister Ann Winter lost her brother, Mr. Telman Thompson. Those arrangements are also incomplete and we will make that available to you as soon as we get them. But I want you to also stay in prayer for Deacon, Deacon Cornelia Story, Sister Ollie Luster, and those that are recovering at home, Mother Triplett, Sister Audrey Harrell, Sister Jean Frazier, which is the wife of Senator Frazier, and as always, Fred Gross and his wife, Laura Gross. And I have a note here for you this morning from Deacon Story. It says, I would like to thank Kate Chapel Church family for being so kind and lovely to us during the passing of our brother. And this is from Deacon Story and his family. As I always say to you each week, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day thank God that you can. Amen. Amen. Let us go where we are called to go. Now that brings us to that portion of our, pro our service where everybody can participate. Even those watching us by live stream. This is, brings us to our tithes and offering period. Those of you that are watching by live stream, you should see a number on the screen that you can use to contribute and participate in this offering. 
After we have the spoken word, we will then have a song by the choir. Now hear the word of the Lord. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. God's word for God's people. Tithers, you may come.
one, one bounce selection from this choir, and we'll be ready for the man of the hour.
touch somebody's life. How selfish would it be to go through all of life without touching somebody else's? Touch somebody's life. You'll be surprised how soon it comes back to you. God bless you. God keep you. Here's our prayer. I invite your attention to the book of First Peter. First Peter chapter number four. I simply want to read verse 10, verse 10 only. And there these words are recorded as every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Let's, let's end our reading right there. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that you and your son and the spirit are one. So I pray now that in this preaching moment, you make me one in you, through you, by you, that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart will be acceptable in your sight. Oh God, allow me now to decrease that you might increase in me granting clarity of thought and of speech that you might be glorified in and through our worship. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. and amen. amen. may be seated in the presence of the Lord. This sermon concludes our series we've entitled Doors. And in this last sermon, I want to talk from the subject Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Pay it forward is an expression that we've heard a lot, uh, perhaps over the last decade or so. Pay it forward is an expression that describes the concept or the idea of repaying a good deed that was done to you not back to the person who did it, but rather to someone else. So rather than repaying the benefactor, you in fact become a benefactor for someone else. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Lily Hardy Hammond may have originally coined that phrase when she wrote in her 1916 book entitled In the Garden of Delight, these words, quote, you don't pay love back, you pay it forward, end of quote. That concept was popularized in a movie called Pay It Forward starring Kevin Spacey and Helen Hunt, and in it, a 12-year-old boy named Trevor develops the idea of paying a favor from someone forward as part of a social studies experiment and assignment to try to find a way to change the world. And as 
it catches on. We see people in that movie engaging in acts of kindness to others only to say, don't pay me back. I'm looking for nothing in return. Pay it forward. Interestingly enough, we can trace this idea of paying it forward even further back for Ralph Waldo Emerson in his 1841 essay, Compensation, actually wrote about this concept, writing, quote, in, in the order of nature, we cannot render benefits to those from whom we receive them or only seldom. But the benefit we receive must be rendered again, line for line, deed for deed, cent for cent to somebody else, end of quote. But even before this 19th century writer's description of paying it forward, we have in today's text, this first century text written by the Apostle Peter, this very idea. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. In other words, all Peter is saying is what you got, pay it forward. Our God has blessed you, bless someone else. Touch somebody's life with the grace that you have received, with the mercy that you have received, with the blessings that you have received. Pay it forward. The opportunity that came your way, pay it forward. The blessing that you got, pay it forward. The advantage that was given to you, pay it forward. The grace that you were shown, pay it forward. The forgiveness that was extended to you, pay it forward. The benefit that came your way, pay it forward. And the door that somebody opened for you, don't be so stingy with the blessing. Open the door for somebody else and pay it forward. This is where we want to end this series on doors because we focus mostly on the doors that were meant for us through which the doors God wants us to walk, which door we want to avoid and how to choose between doors that look equally good. How do we deal with closed doors? And all of these have been about recognizing where God is and where he is calling us. But we would be insufficient in our treatment of this series if we did not include in this message the idea that as doors have been opened to us we ought to open doors for others and I think paying it forward is particularly important because most of our lives we've been taught to pay people back we've been taught to cancel our debts by owing no man anything we've focused mostly on the idea of paying the one back who lends to us and that's certainly the responsible thing to do please understand if you have, 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 have taken a loan from someone if someone has lent you please pay them back amen 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 you're a whole lot of relationships are messed up right now because you didn't amen Somebody lend you some money and amen and, and, and you, you won't answer the phone now and amen. You, you see them on that side of the church, you stay on this side. Amen. So pay your, pay your, pay, pay what you owe. Paul, Paul writes about this in the book of Romans. Romans 1 says, pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are due, revenue to whom revenue is due, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. In other words, paying back what you owe is biblical. 
But paying back what you owe is not the only biblical precept. Paying it forward is also biblical. And this is the one that we don't teach as much because we too often are looking to see where our blessing is coming from and we don't take the time to consider that we in fact are someone's blessing. We're trying to figure out who's going to hook us up. And we don't see our responsibility of being somebody else's hookup. Y'all going to be quiet this morning, I see. Think about it for a moment. How much could we impact the world if we shifted into the mindset of looking, instead of looking for our blessing, we shifted into the mindset of, who am I going to bless today? Who am I going to touch today? Whose life am I going to impact for God's glory today? I mean, how radical would it be if, 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 if every morning we woke up with that in mind? Who does God want me to be a blessing to today? And every day was framed with, I got to bless somebody before the day is done. Wow. What, what if every day you set out to be somebody's blessing? Every day you set out to be somebody's miracle. Every day you set out to be someone's answered prayer. Every day you ask God to make you a blessing. And please hear me, all blessings are not financial. All blessings are not about monetary prosperity. There are some folk who need the blessing of your time. Some folk who need the blessing of your concern. Some people who need the blessing of your attention. Some people who need the blessing of your encouragement, the blessing of your expertise, the blessing of your recommendation, the blessing of your wisdom, the blessing of your counsel, the blessing of you picking up the phone and hooking a sister up. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. And at some point in your busy life, you've got to shift your perspective from looking for a blessing to becoming one. From looking for open doors through which to walk to rather opening the doors for someone else to walk through. You know why paying it forward is such a radical idea for us? Because it requires us to take attention from ourselves. It requires us to take focus from off of our problems and our self-interest and place it upon others. And that's exactly what the Bible instructs us to do in Philippians 2 and 4. Philippians 2 and 4 says, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. In other words, I can't live my life just concerned about me. But I've got to consider, what is my neighbor's, what is my brother's, what is my sister's lot in life? And how can I impact that to God's glory? It's not about your own success. It's not about you just getting yours. But as a child of God, we are to be our brother's keepers. When we sang that song this morning, I need you, you need me. When we heard this choir sing, touch somebody's life, all of that is saying to us that we are interconnected. In this thing called life. And we've got to touch each other in godly ways that show that we are concerned for the well-being, the welfare of one another and that we are our brothers and our sisters keeper. Look at Galatians 6. Galatians 6 verse 10 says, 
as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are the household of faith. Paul says, listen, whenever you have the chance, do good. Whenever you have the opportunity, do good. Whenever the opportunity presents itself, open the door for someone. When you have access, when you've been granted access and you're on the other side of the door, hold it open. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Quit letting it shut on other folk because you don't want them to have what you got. I wish y'all would talk to me in here. Someone gave you an opportunity. Give others an opportunity. Someone opened a door for you. Open the door for someone else. Whenever you have the opportunity, because I promise you this, you did not get where you are because of yourself. Oh, I know you think you all of that. I, 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 know, I know you think you're smart. I know you think you did everything you were supposed to do, and you are where you are because of where you are and who you are and what you did. But please understand, somebody opened some doors for you. Yes, they did. Some, somebody made some phone calls that you don't even know about. So, somebody had some conversations that you aren't even aware of, put you in the right places, put you at the right table, and you thought it was all because, no, 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 check the record. Somebody was looking out for you. Somebody put your name ahead of everybody else's name. They don't even know how it got there. You were supposed to be last. You got first. All I know is when I got the file, I had your name. Somebody open some doors for you. Somebody not only open some doors, somebody bent some rules. Oh, you ain't gonna talk, tell the truth about it. Somebody bent some rules. Somebody overlooked some stuff to make sure you got some positions you're not even. Preach, Buckley. I'm trying the best I can. And how people have been a blessing in your life. Don't be stingy now. Amen. Keep the door open. Keep the door open. Keep the door open. Paying it forward means that I must look for the opportunity to be someone's blessing. Look for the opportunity to give a helping hand. Look for the opportunity to assist someone in need. Look for the opportunity to contribute to a worthy cause. And here's the thing, when you're paying it forward, hear me, hear me, when you're paying it forward, hear me, listen, when you're paying it forward, when you're paying it forward, you aren't looking for it to come back to you. Don't get me wrong, you might be surprised that it comes back. But you're not looking. Y'all ain't talking to me. In other words, in other words, you, you're doing it with the pure motivation of being a help to someone else. And I'm not doing it to, to, so that it's reciprocated to me. I'm not doing it so, so that I can reap the heart. No, no. I'm doing it purely because I want to see God's glory in your life. I, I want to see the blessing of the Lord in your I just want to help a sister, help a brother fulfill his potential and his promise. And you don't have to do anything in return. That's when you know you become a real mature disciple of Christ.
when you aren't looking, watch this, what's in it for me? What do I get out of this? No, no. Jesus says this in Luke chapter 6, for if ye love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. If you do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also do even the same. And if you lend to them of whom you hope to receive, what thank have you? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love ye your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again. Lend hoping for nothing again. Jesus says when you lend, don't, don't, don't have calculation and manipulation in mind. Lend expecting to get nothing in return. I told the 8 o'clock, there's some, there's some bread that you're going to cast on water and it's not coming back. And you need to be okay with that. There's some seeds you're going to plant and you're not going to reap the harvest. And you need to be okay with that. Okay, three things and I'm through. I'm through because it's hot. Three things and I'm through. Three things and I'm through. Amen. Three things and I'm through. Here we are. If you're going to pay it forward, three things you got to pay forward. Number one, if you're going to pay forward, you must pay forward, first of all, the love of God. You got to pay forward the love of God. First John 4, chapter 4, verses 19 reads like this. It says, we love because God loved us first. But if we say we love God and don't love each other, we're liars. It, watch this. It says, if we say we love God and don't love each other, we're liars. If, if we say, watch this. If you come into this house and say, oh, I love Jesus. But you can't stand me. You lie. That's what the scripture says. He said, if you say, oh, how I love the Lord, but, 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 but you looking funny at these choir members. Something wrong with you. I wish I had a witness in here. Say, we're, we're liars if we can't get along with each other, but we want to. Talk about how much we love the Lord. He says we cannot see God, so how can we love God if we don't love the people we can see? Do I have a witness in here? So, so watch this. What John says is, listen, we, God loved us first. That's why we love him, because he loved us first. We are the beneficiaries of God's love. And watch this. God didn't wait until we were right. For him to start loving us. God didn't wait until you were saved. For him to start loving you. God, God did not wait until you got your business fixed. For him to start loving you. For the Bible says. While we were yet sinners. Wish I had some Bible readers in here. God proved his love for us. In that while we were yet sinners. He died for us. God loved you while you were still on the wrong side. While you were doing the wrong thing. While you were thinking the wrong way. While you were acting in the wrong way. God loved you then. Let me help you. Let me help you. We are to pay the love of God forward by loving others. He loved me when I was wrong, so I need to love others. You got it. You got it. I, I need to love others in their wrong. Watch this. Don't, don't love them when they're right. 
That's easy. Don't love them when they act like they got sense. That's easy. Love them when they crazy as a June bug. Love them then. L love them when they try your patience every day. Love them then. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. L love them when they get on your nerves. Do I have a witness here? That, that, that's when you really love it. And, and, and listen, you cannot love folk like that when you're busy judging them. You cannot demonstrate and pay forward the love of God when you're busy judging them. If you're too busy, watch this, looking at everything that's wrong with them, you'll never get to loving them. If you're too busy looking at how they don't measure up, you'll never get to loving them. If you're too busy caught up on their struggles rather than their strengths, you'll never get to loving them. Secondly, 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 second thing. Second thing you got to pay forward. Number two, you have to pay forward the ministry of reconciliation. The ministry of reconciliation. Paul writes this in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. He says, now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Look at that. He said, watch this. He says, listen, God reconciled the world to himself through Jesus Christ. What does that mean? That means that God, watch this, God made you all right with him through his son. He said, I, I, I created you, and I don't want us to continue the rest of this journey mad with each other. He said, so I'm going to reconcile us through the ministry of my son. And watch this, he says, now that we have been reconciled, he says, I'm giving you the ministry of reconciliation. You missed it. You missed it. He said, now that I have done the work of reconciling you unto me, now I'm giving you the ministry of reconciliation. In other words, here it is. You got to pay it forward. You, he, he said, I reconcile you. You can't pay me back. Pay it forward. Reconcile your relationships. Y'all ain't I'm preaching better than you talking back. He, 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 he said, listen, the, the things, the relationships that have been broken in your life, I'm giving you the ministry of reconciliation. That means that doors that have been closed, relationships that have been fractured, uh, uh, tension exists and, and, and there's discord and disharmony. He says, if I reconcile you to me, then I'm giving you the ministry to reconcile yourself to one another. Y'all not, oh my God. And the question is, are you holy enough? Are you godly enough? Are you Christian enough to pick up the phone, put down your pride, and be reconciled? People with whom you have ought, relationships that you've turned your back on, People you said, I ain't going to have nothing to do with them no more. 
you have been given the ministry of reconciliation. See, and that's your work to do. It's your work if, if you have relationships that are broken. It's your job to fix it. I didn't already, I didn't already call. She won't call me back. Call again. See, because, because I'm glad God didn't stop knocking at my door. I'm glad he didn't give up on me because I didn't answer the first time and the second time, but he kept on knocking until I, y'all ain't talking to me. What are you saying? I'm saying there's some folk who are going to be resistant to reconciling, but you can't stop because you've been given the ministry of reconciliation. It's yours to do. Yeah, it might be hard. It's yours to do. Pay it forward. Because you can't pay it back. Thirdly, thirdly, and I'm through. Thirdly, and I'm through. Finally, we pay forward the gift of mercy. The gift of mercy. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 11 says this. According to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust, and I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who hath enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Mm. Paul, Paul says, Paul says, uh, listen, I've been given the privilege to preach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And Paul says, hold up, be be before you look at me too long and, and, and get caught up on who I am. He says, be clear. I ain't nobody. He says, as a matter of fact, if you check the record, I shouldn't even be doing what I'm doing right now. Keep reading the text, he said, because I am the chiefest of sinners. What do you mean, Paul? He said, check my record. I, I, I used to kill Christians. I, I used to persecute Christians. I, I had nothing to do with this Jesus business. And anybody who named the name of Jesus, they were automatic enemies of me. And so if you check my record, I should have been disqualified a long time ago. He said, but I obtained mercy. He said, listen, I should have been. I could have been. I would have been. Out of this a long time ago, were it not for the mercy of God. Yeah, and he said, and so since he's given me mercy, then, then I've got to give you mercy. Now watch this, watch this, and I'm through. All, all Paul is saying is, is that when you recognize and you look back over your life and you see how good God has been to you, it ought not be a hard thing for you to be good to somebody else. When, when you look back and you remember how many times the Lord has not given up on you, 
it, it, it ought not be a hard thing for you to give somebody else another chance. I'm closing now. When, when you look back over your life and you think of how much grace and how much mercy God has extended to you time and time and time again, it ought not be a hard thing. For when somebody do you wrong, for, for you to go and say, that's all right, I forgive you in the name of Jesus. Wish I had a witness in here. Yeah, yeah because, because the truth of the matter is, for all that God has done for you, you can't pay him back. No, no. How do you pay God back for waking you up this morning? How do you pay God back for giving you peace of mind? How do you pay God back for giving you the activity of your limbs? How do you pay God back for putting food on your table? How do you pay God back for putting clothes on your back? How do you pay God back for giving you brand new mercies every day? The truth of the matter is you can't pay him back. So since I can't pay him back, I decided to pay it forward. I can't pay him back for waking me up, but I can pay it forward by helping somebody else get up. You're not talking to me. I can't pay him back for putting food on my table, but I can pay it forward by making sure somebody else got something to eat. I can't pay him back for putting clothes on my back, but I can forward by clothing the naked. I can't pay him back for loosening the chains on my life. But I can pay it forward by visiting the prisoners. Good God Almighty, is there anybody in here who can testify today? I got a God that's been good to me. I got a God that's been blessing me. I got a God that's been hooking me up. And since God has been hooking me up, I'm gonna hook you up. I'm gonna hook you up. I'm gonna hook you up. Say yes. I'm through, I'm through. Because you can't pay him back. He's done too much. I say he's done too much. You can start counting right now. And you'll never get to the end. I mean, when you really start counting it up. When you see what he did yesterday, that'll hold you for another week if you just counted that up. Since you can't pay it back, I can't pay him back for how good he's been, but I can be good to you. I can be a blessing to you. I can touch your life and make sure that the love of God 
is felt by how I relate to you. If there's any kind of payback involved, I'm sure that's the way to do it. By touching somebody else. By blessing somebody else. By helping somebody else. For only then will your living not be in vain. The doors of the church are open. You can come down by letter by Christian experience as a candidate for baptism. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you have not come to God through a relationship with Jesus Christ, this is your time to come. You can come now. If somebody as I pass along if I can cheer somebody with a word, with a word, a song. If I can show somebody. If I can show
say amen. amen that should be every last one of our testimony sisters and brothers we have brother James Johnson coming to us by Christian experience brother Johnson I got a couple of things I need to ask y'all hold them that means you have no. been a member of the church. Amen. She all right. That means she you have right. been baptized. Hold them you. Hold them you. One Hold other question. You. Are you willing to study with us? God bless you. We're going to get you signed up with a member of the orientation committee. Amen. So we can get you started. God, don't let her hurt God herself, bless man. you. Hallelujah. Somebody ha happy. Oh, yes. Somebody's happy. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen. Brother Chris is coming for prayer. I'm going to ask if you would just bow your heads where you are. Lord God, we thank you for our brother. As he comes asking for prayer, Lord God, we don't know what the situations are, but you do. We humbly ask now, Lord, that you will enter his situation. Bless him. Strengthen his faith. Strengthen him physically and mentally. And Lord, we ask that you will surround him with people that will love him and that will help him each and every day. Keep him now, Lord. And we ask that you would do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Can you sing it with us? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Anybody love that name? Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Call his name, call his name. Somebody help me lift his name. Oh, late in the midnight hour. strength and power. Come on, stand to your feet. Can you call him Savior, Savior, Savior? Anybody glad he saved you? <laughs> oh, Savior, Savior. Call his name Jesus, Jesus. Anybody got to thank you? You need to get out and tell him, thank you, thank you, thank you. So much to thank you for. You've been good, you've been good, you've been good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.